Hello and welcome to your Wednesday episode of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Wednesday, September 29th. Yeah, I mean, I think we're, I think we'll be ready for the challenge. Um, it's really early in the season. Obviously, we haven't had many of these kind of – we haven't had any since I've, I've been uh, playing quarterback here. We're behind uh, all these teams in our division. Um, but the bright spot is we got a long season to go, so it's just going to be how we respond and how we, we go to work every single day. Yeah, we wanted to start your Wednesday off with a public service announcement from QB1, Patrick Mahomes. Kind of his version of the Aaron Rodgers R-E-L-A-X – we know the Chiefs obviously have sky-high standards, so a 1-2 and two start to the season that finds the team in last place in the AFC West is not ideal. But Chiefs fans should not lose faith. The AFC West looks like it could be one of the better divisions in football, and the Chiefs do have a daunting schedule ahead, so we understand a little bit of worry, but trying to make it to a third consecutive Super Bowl That was never going to be easy. So with that in mind, the Chiefs made a splash on Monday afternoon when it was reported that veteran wide receiver Josh Gordon, who had just been reinstated to the league for a sixth time, officially was signed to the Chiefs practice squad. Gordon will take some time to get conditioned up and acclimated to the offense, but the expectation is that he'll find himself on the 53-man roster in the near future. Chiefs right now are still looking for that replacement for Sammy Watkins. None of those three players have really emerged through three games, so maybe they have found it in Josh Gordon. Remains to be seen. Well, you always want to make sure we're doing a great job protecting the football, especially in uh, those critical uh, moments of the game. So one thing that we do know, we just want to be smart. On top of that, making decisive decisions is not going to put us in a situation where it becomes detrimental. It was all said and done with. We could take care of the ball better, a lot better. Um, and if we're taking care of the ball better, obviously we've given ourselves a chance to win when it's all said and done. We heard from Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy and defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo on Monday instead of head coach Andy Reid, who was still away from the team after that precautionary hospital trip on Sunday evening. Chiefs confirmed Reed was in good spirits, and we expect to hear from the head coach later this morning when he and Patrick Mahomes are scheduled to have their normal media sessions. Remember, Willie Gay Jr. is eligible to come off injured reserve this week, so perhaps some news on that front. The Chiefs' four turnovers against the Chargers and the late fumble against the Ravens have cost them two wins so far this season. The Chiefs' offense, which at times has looked like it could overcome any misstep at all, suddenly finds itself needing to find an answer. But offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, he doesn't feel the panic. He thinks the Chiefs have the answers right in that room, right in front of them. we got great coaches on this staff. Our guys will make sure that these guys are taking care of the little things. If we take care of the little things, guess what? The process will take care of itself. And more than anything, just like I explained to our guys, we have to respect the process. What does that mean? That means respecting the little things. It's never about the big things. It's always the little things that put you in these situations. So one thing is we're going to count on is that our leadership is going to provide the, the, the correct amount of uh, 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 examples on how we do it and what should be done. So we're going to count on Pat to make sure he's doing his part. Travis, uh, you know, the Tyreeks of the world. On top of that, we're going to count on the guys in the backfield 
to make sure they're doing it the right way. And we'll fix it. It's all being addressed. But those guys need to act upon it. And now we need to make sure we're putting that on, out on display on game day. As it stands, the Philadelphia Eagles, they're dealing with some turnover problems of their own coming off a game which they look totally overmatched against the Dallas Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Philly's second-year quarterback, Jalen Hurts, has really struggled to get things going in the passing game. He threw two picks on Monday night, one of which went for six. Man, it would be nice for the Chiefs to force some turnovers of their own on Hurts come Sunday at noon arrowhead time in Philadelphia. I'm going to tell them that there was a lot of good snaps in there. Like, there was a lot of good football play. But in this league against a really good team, in a close game, maybe when your offense is you know struggling a little bit, it's three, four, it might be three plays that makes the difference. You know, the one that sticks out in my mind is the 42-yard, you know, completion, that explosive pass play. Uh, we didn't survive that. But I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, we're right on the verge of things, but we need to get there. It's got to be consistency. And when our organization, our team, needs us to, you know, hold them to 14 and hold them to 17, we need to be able to do it. I know, I know the guys for this it's easy to be critical of the Chiefs defense through three games of the NFL season, but they did have moments of progress on Sunday against the L.A. Chargers, as you just heard from Steve Spagnolo. The offensive turnovers put the Chiefs defense in bad spots throughout the game on Sunday. It's a work in progress, and what might help the Chiefs is potentially getting Frank Clark and Charvarius Ward back this week. We shall see on that front. We know those key players could offer the Chiefs help on what have become key fourth downs uh the, the against baltimore the week of practice on the final play of each period adam we put in a fourth down play for that for exactly what we're talking about so we practice so the mindset could be right going into last week we really didn't have any data on uh, brandon stanley in, in, in terms of does this team go for it on fourth you know fourth and two at the plus you know do they typically go so we talked about it we thought maybe they would be aggressive. That was the comment we made. But if I'm being honest with you, Adam, I don't believe we tagged on in fourth down plays at the end of practice. And maybe we should do that every week because it feels like, you know, the league is swinging that way, right? The coaches are deciding to go for it on fourth down. But, you know, I would say this, you know, a fourth down play to us um, isn't that much different than a third down play. I mean, look at third down, you know, you stop them, you, you can get off the field. When it goes to fourth down, that's like a turnover for us. We should be hungry to get a turnover because if we stop them on that. And I thought, you know, um, was it just that? It was that fourth and nine, correct? Was that the only one? I think that was the only one they had. We've had it previous. And, you know, unfortunately, we called for a penalty. And otherwise, that would have got a tremendous stop. And everybody would have been fired up. Patrick would have had the ball in really good position. But it didn't happen. So hopefully going forward, we can make this. With all the talk surrounding the Chiefs' red zone problems, it's been a little overlooked that teams are willfully attacking the Chiefs on a ton of fourth down attempts. We've seen key fourth downs come up in each game this year, and it has to weigh heavily on the defense. The Chiefs' offense has been so explosive against opposing defenses for so long over the past few years that the standard approach is now to attack the Chiefs with four down territory seemingly throughout the game. There's always a game plan that's set. Obviously, our guy, uh, analyst uh, Mike Frazier, does a great job of, of communicating with myself, communicating with Coach. So we discuss those thought, that thought process strategically throughout the entire week. And then on game day, there's always a conversation taking place. 
hey coach, we get in this particular area. All right, you might want to think about a four down, a fourth down call here. So our our philosophy doesn't change based upon what a team is doing. We just need to make sure if we're putting those predicaments, you know, if this is what we said that we're going to do, let's go out and do it. The Chiefs defense has more than one thing they need to fix if they want to make it to SoFi Stadium in February to maybe take on the Rams at this point. Who knows? But we expect them to get back to work right here on the Arrowhead Drive for Wednesday, September 29th. If you enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. Coming up later today, we do expect to have a From the Podium, and it's another episode of the Great British Chiefs Show, our first look at the Philadelphia Eagles. But that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. I'll catch you on Red Friday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.